happy, happy, happy 2024. Ah, ching, ching. I am totally mimicking the whole action and obviously the uh, audio and the noise of clinging champagne glasses together. So whether you're listening to this in the morning or the afternoon, I don't judge if it's a mimosa or whatever. Just know that I am celebrating with you this brand new fresh year. I feel like especially as I've gotten older, it's kind of like New Year's. Everything seems like it just goes quicker and quicker and quicker. And to be honest, sometimes it's a little disillusioning, right? It's like when we're kids, I think, or even young adults, like we get excited about the new year. There's those fresh new feelings of beginnings. And I don't know about you, but you know, when you're kind of just swamped in this everyday lifestyle of being a mom and keeping up with the chores at home and uh, making time for your husband and keeping up with your your work inside or outside the home, it can feel so daunting sometimes. Sometimes I even am like, what day is it? Oh, January 1st is coming. Great. All right. January 2nd, we'll be right behind it. And and I am such a total optimist too, but it's amazing how I feel as you get older and you have more responsibilities. Sometimes these seasons can lose their allure. They can lose their magic. I was even talking with my 15 year old bonus daughter this year about her first Christmas in uh, America. We just celebrated as we had immigrated here from Belgium about six months ago at the time of this recording. And, you know, I asked her like, what was your first Christmas in, you know, America like, like, how did you experience it? You know, we talked about the differences and the things she liked, but she kind of said, you know, honestly, I don't know if it's, I'm just getting older or what, but you know, it felt a little less magical. You know, she's like, I don't know if it's because I'm away from the Christmas markets of Europe or if it's just because I'm 15 now. And we both agreed that it was really fun to watch her little brothers experience Christmas and watch them just dive into the magic. And I feel something else that sometimes can lose their magic, especially as you get older, or I just you know, being a mom, when you have your focus on so many other things and so many other people is the desire to create a resolution can also fade away. You know, as we get older, sometimes we can really forget to dream. And I've always been such a big dreamer. And I like to encourage other women, especially moms to continue to dream because when we dream, we're also giving our kids permission to dream, right? And we should never really, we should never stop dreaming. I even remember looking my grandma um, who passed away last year, but looking her in the face at her 90th birthday and said, grandma, what do you, what is your dream for the next year? Like, what do you want to do? You know, um, I believe that keeps us young at heart. And so today I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. It's funny. Sometimes I notice that a lot of women find themselves in different camps. They're either in the camp of, I love them and I'm so excited and I've been planning it, you know, thinking about it for months, or maybe, you know, you're in the camp of like, ugh, resolutions, they don't work. I don't like them. But whatever camp you find yourself in, you've clicked on this episode today and perhaps it was because of the intriguing premise that I declared that I was going to share with you why your resolutions never work, but I'm not going to leave you there. Of course, as I shared, I am an optimist after all, I'm going to share with you how to fix them. So stay tuned. We're going to go through the five top reasons why your resolutions don't work and how we're going to change that around for this year, 2024. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the Energize Mama podcast, the podcast designed exclusively for moms navigating the challenging yet pivotal years of parenting children aged five and under. Are you longing to raise good godly kids all while preserving your own well-being and energy? 
Do you find yourself thinking, how can I keep up with my little ones or how can I raise them to be loving and godly? I'm Cheyenne and I've walked exactly in your shoes. Honestly, on some days I'm still there. I know what it's like to face the daily demands of motherhood and wish for more energy to be the loving, godly mom I aspire to be. I've been there with a strong-willed toddler and a desire to balance being a devoted wife, a mom, a stepmom, and an entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that it is possible to raise your children with strong values and boundless love, all while nurturing your own energy and well-being. In this podcast, you'll find valuable insights on managing your time and boosting your vitality. You'll gain practical tips for disciplining your children with grace and wisdom. And you'll join me in the journey of raising your kids to be good, godly individuals. My mission is to help you thrive as a mom while experiencing the joy of watching your children grow in faith and character. We'll explore how you can maintain your energy because the most godly loving mom is the one who takes care of herself too. So go ahead, mama, grab those headphones, pour yourself that refreshing green smoothie and get ready to be hashtag momspired because rest assured you're no longer alone on this incredible journey of motherhood. This episode was actually a kind of funny one for me to write and create because again, this is probably the, what, the third time today I'm going to say this, but I am an optimist. My husband has this phrase for me ever since we started dating was that he said, I optimize the shoot out of anything. And so, uh, I like to look at things, you know, with a glass half full kind of a, you know, kind of a thing. And when I was planning out this episode, I was like, wow, this can sound so negative. You know, I'm going to point out people like why the resolutions don't work, but it's always about figuring out, right? I think when anytime we want to fix something, it's figuring out first and foremost, okay, we've got a problem, but then how do we overcome it? And sometimes the best way that we figure out how to overcome things is what mama's we can all say it right by learning from our mistakes. Like we've done things in the past that haven't worked. So now we're aiming to move forward and trying to make better decisions and continually try to figure things out. That's why I really am a strong believer of the phrase or the quote that says you fail your way forward. And and I don't even like the word fail because I feel like in the English language, it's words like that, or even like, you know, selfishness, like those words, they get such a bad rap, but you know, it's just like selfishness. Like there is a part of us that should be selfish. We should actually think of ourselves more often than we probably do as moms. And the same thing, you know, with failing, we, it gets such a bad rap because it makes it look like it's failing is final, but I believe failure is never final as long as you continue to move forward. So that's what we're here for today, right? Is we are here, you're here because you obviously have a sense of wanting to figure out what you've done in the past that maybe hasn't worked and you have something in you, even if you're in that camp of like, I don't really know about resolutions. There's something in you that is saying, okay, shy, like sister, like I need some help. I want to have a, I have a resolution maybe in mind, or I want to believe resolutions work, but they haven't for me in the past. So please help me girl what you got. Well, here we go. I've got five reasons, five things that we're going to chat about of exactly and try to, you know, name why they haven't worked in the past and then help you move forward so that 2024 can be different. So first and foremost, as is so many things in life, one of the main reasons why your resolutions never worked in the past is that you chose the wrong thing. Okay. 
I know that it's so popular to chump, jump on so many bandwagons, right? You know, all of us can probably throw out a couple, couple resolutions right off the bat that you hear that's in mainstream, right? Whether it's in advertisements you're seeing on billboards, if it's, you know, on social media, on your phone, your family, your friends are talking about them. You're always going to hear a lot of the same similar themes, you know, whether it's all we can say the number one, probably, right? Starts with a W, L, yeah, weight loss, right? Weight loss so often is, you know, first and foremost on a lot of people's minds, especially when you put on those holiday pounds at the end. Sometimes it's uh, taking on new workout classes, you know, getting a gym membership all along that same theme, or maybe it's sign up for classes to learn something new. Maybe you want to learn a new language. Um, Maybe someone down the street has convinced you that it's time to give up alcohol and you want to try this resolution this year not to drink, that kind of thing. But I think what happens is that we choose something that we have not first and foremost actually sat down and prayed about. That is always my first line of defense. It's something I actually talk to my children about is that, you know, like you learn when you're on fire is to stop, drop and roll. We need to so more often to stop, drop and pray. And this is something that I've had to preach to myself, ladies, because I often want to not even stop. I just want to drop and get going. Like I am an activator. I am a let's go, go getter kind of a woman. And I've gotten a lot of stuff done in my life, but I've also gone off on a lot of wrong directions because I didn't first slow down and think about just because I can do it, should I be doing it? So that's why I would say before you embark on a resolution, really think about why? What is your why behind this resolution? And how is it going to pay off for you long term, right? Resolutions, if you really, you know, look at the beauty of that word, right? It is to be resolute, which is not easy to do, you know, to be resolute about something. um, It really does mean to be firm, right? Right. The word resolution actually means a firm decision to do or not do something. Um, Another, another dictionary definition is, Um, It's an opinion or intention agreed upon Um, the quality of being determined or resolute, right? Um, The action of solving a problem or contentious matter. So it's definitely something that needs to, I would say, feel off in your life, like something that has specific specifically um, you've been struggling with and then something that you are going to be resolute about that you're going to make a decision about not doing moving forward. So first and foremost, it's very important that you choose the right thing. And how do you do this? Pull the people in your life that know you the best. Ask them, hey guys, what is something I've straight up complained about a lot this year? What is something that you've heard me say over and over again that I want to change that I haven't yet? Um, You know, especially if it's your husband, right? You guys are, you know, one, you're equally yoked, you know, ask him like, hey, baby, like what's something that you think I could work on, you know? And of course, then the next step is don't be afraid to ask him to help you with it. So once you figure out what the right thing is, the second reason why resolutions very often don't work is because you, we were just not prepared. As with everything in life, right? When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I think we start off so often with preparation of how we want to do the thing, but we don't necessarily plan for what are we going to do when the thing doesn't work the way we want or need. Let's take the example of weight loss, right? So, so many moms set out and say, okay, 
this year I'm going to lose weight. And I think we think, okay, I'm going to get a gym membership or I'm going to sign up for this app, that kind of stuff. You know, we think, oh, I'm prepared. I've got this now. But so often we're only focusing on how are we going to go about it? And we don't think enough about what happens when it gets hard. What happens when my gym closes? What happens when my kids get sick and I can't work out the way I do? What happens when, you know, two weeks into the new year and I have a friend's birthday to go to? Those are the things that really set you up for success is when you when you think long term about your goals. That's why so often resolutions become something that so many people, I think I looked up online about 75% of people end up stopping their New Year's resolution by the end of January because I would argue that they're just not fully prepared. They're not prepared for the unexpected of what's to come. And none of us can fully ever prepare for the unexpected, but you want to really plan out those, those times where you can really think about your resolution, especially if you've struggled with it before and say you want to do a resolution again, you can probably trace back and see the things that you've that have tripped you up before the things that you've struggled with before. So take a moment and think about how can I better prepare or how can I prepare for this new resolution that I have, especially say you're doing a resolution that you know, someone in your life has done before ask them like, Hey, what helps you prepare to stick to this? Or, you know, what is something that tripped you up before that you would suggest for me? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Speaking of number three reason why so many resolutions never work is that we just don't typically have the right circle around us. So again, when you have a resolution, it's so important because it's going to be something that is going to challenge you, right? That's why it's a resolution that you have people in your corner that are going to support you. What's amazing is if you can have people who are actually going to do the same resolution with you right? There is nothing stronger than having other people, especially other women in your same boat that is going to help you move forward and keep you accountable when times get rough, right? That's why it's important first and foremost to choose the right thing to prepare yourself. And one part of your preparation should be getting at least one, if not more accountability partners of people that are going to help you. So often with resolutions, I think people try to do it on their own and they see themselves as this like one person island instead of moving forward as a team and having people that are going to support them. This may, may mean that you might have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit and actually share and communicate with people you're doing this resolution. And that can be scary because that keeps us more on our toes and it keeps us more on what we know we need to do. And here we are, mamas, we've made it to resolution reason why number four, why it does not work, right? So we've talked about, first of all, let's recap. We've talked about so often you choose the wrong thing, right? And then after you choose the wrong thing, you're often not prepared and then you don't have the right circle. So I think we can see why we often put our foot in our mouths here when it comes to resolutions. But again, you've now learned how to fix each and every one of those. And you're going to figure out how to fix the next one too, because So often, number four is that you or we, we forget why we started, right? When it gets hard, it can be so overwhelming and can feel so defeating also when we feel like we've made mistakes along the journey. 
this is another part of often why resolutions fail is because people think that they need to be perfect with them. But I say F that, if I can be so frank. <laughs> Basically just meaning, you know, skip over that because there is nothing that anyone ever does that actually accomplishes anything by being perfect. So if you mess up, if you eat that thing or drink that thing, or if you forget, you know, your language learning on Duolingo for 10 days, who cares? Jump back on the wagon, right? And make sure that you get really clear. Once you choose the right thing, once you've decided what you're going to do, get really clear on your why. Something that I have my ladies do in my online course that I do, the Energize Mama Method, is get really clear on their why in their motherhood. Like, what is the purpose of the decisions behind um, the parenting, excuse me, what is the why behind the parenting decisions that you're making, right? So often we do things just out of robot mode or out of things that other people are doing around us or what our parents did, right? So we have to think about the why of why are we doing this resolution, right? It's just as important as choosing it is the why. And I want to encourage you ladies that when you choose it, before you even get the right circle, before you start planning out all your steps and how you're going to actually do it, write out your why and really write it out and have it be something that you read continuously, something that's either placed on your wall or something you have somewhere you can see on your phone all the time, maybe your wallpaper background. It's so, so important that you're reminded of it because there are going to be hard times and there's going to be a lot of imperfection and your why is going to help you move forward. So here we go, ladies, we made it to reason number five, why your, why my, why so many people's resolutions do not work is that we do not add faith into our resolution. I don't know about you, but as I shared in the beginning of this episode, I can so often be that woman that's like, okay, God, these are my plans. Now bless it. Please, pretty please with sugar on top, right? So including resolutions, there's so often that I look for the best resources out there. I go to the top gurus on absolutely every single thing. I prep all the journals. I prep all the books, all the apps, everything out there is a resource that's like going to help get me going. But if I forget to add God into this, if I forget to seek him, I already know that I'm going to fail because I already know that I am not incorporating the most significant relationship in my life, that it's going to feel not complete. Or I may be able to do some of it under my own power, but we're not meant to as Christians. We're meant to have God be in every single aspect of our life. So once you choose that resolution and you label out your why and you start to plan out the steps, don't forget to incorporate God into it. Don't forget to make him number one. You know, as I shared in the first step is, you know, one thing and how you can fix your resolution from choosing the wrong thing is ask God right away from the beginning. And then once you feel that confirmation in your heart and soul, include him in it the whole rest of the way. Thank him for leading you to this resolution. Thank him for helping you. Thank him for surrounding you with the right people. If you didn't notice, I have a lot of uh, gratitude pointing back, right? And then in those hard moments, when you have those moments where you feel weak, ask him for help. He wants to be in every aspect of our life. That's something that I find is so absolutely beautiful about Jesus is that he's not an impersonal God. 
And as my eight-month-old baby just said, amen, brother, amen, buddy, that he really does. He wants to be there for us, but he is a gentleman. He's not going to force himself, right? We have to incorporate him and go to him and ask him for guidance in this way. And I promise just by doing this step alone, even if you don't follow any of the other ones I shared with you today, this is the most crucial. It is the foundation of making sure that this year in 2024, that your resolution is going to work. It's going to, it's going to persevere. You're going to persevere and you're going to make it happen when you have God leading your way. So I am so amped and pumped for 2024. There's going to be a lot of new changes here on this podcast. I've got a lot of feedback from you guys lately about more content that you'd like. I'm going to be featuring a lot of new stuff, especially when it comes to healthy recipes, workouts, healing your hormones, how to survive postpartum with multiple kids. And what do you do mentally, spiritually, and emotionally when you've lost weight before and the things that you've done before? just aren't working for you anymore and how do you do that how do you go about your life and accomplish your other goals when you're still not exactly where you want to be physically and emotionally in your body how do you push through how do you persevere so that might even be my word for this year is persevere I feel you're going to hear it a lot coming up on this podcast so make sure you hit subscribe make sure you share this with other friends especially mamas of littles like myself that can really use encouragement can really use strong faithful women in their lives because it's not just me that's who I surround myself with in my circle and if you'd like more women like that in your corner please come join us at my free Facebook group you can find us at momnationcommunity.com we'd love to have you we'd love to encourage you we'd love to get new to know you and your kids and your story again happy happy new year I'm so happy that you are here today listening to this episode and let me know what resolution are you going to be working on please do reach out to me you can find me on social media with my name Cheyenne Clayman or the Energized Mama and I cannot wait to hear what God has in store for you and your family in 2024. Be blessed mama and I will be talking with you very soon on a new episode of the Energized Mama podcast.